Hello, coaches and basketball enthusiasts. Welcome to the Coach Carvalho podcast, the podcast that explores the world of statistically based basketball strategies and bold training methods. I'm your host, Coach Carvalho, and in today's episode, we will discuss the lack of effective strategic defensive systems in college basketball. After taking a close look at how most teams play defense, it is clear that they are not using a stat-based defensive system. This becomes evident when you think about the opponent's characteristics and the importance of their players to their team's offense point production. It seems like there is a missing cohesive defensive plan for the game based on analytics and the metrics of the game. As a consequence, defensive stops are frequently a result of the opponent's unforced turnovers or missed shots, rather than as a result of a strategic, statistically-based defensive system. But you may ask, what evidence supports this claim? How can you conclude that most teams are not defending opponents based on statistics and the player's importance to their offense? Well, allow me to explain through the analysis of the following key factors. Fact one, most teams employ reactive defensive approach. When I analyze a game, I pay attention to how teams defend and most of the time I notice that they don't deny the passing lanes as if they were all equally important to their offense's point production. It seems like the defense is reacting instead of taking charge, not stopping or controlling the opponent's offensive choices. Fact two, lack of effective pressure on the opponent's point guard. The opposing team's point guard is not denied the ball. The defense allows them to freely dictate the game tempo, initiate plays as they desire, and explore their best scoring options. This lack of proactive pressure on the ball prevents the defense from disrupting and destroying the offense's flow and balance. Fact three, fail to deny reverse passes to the point guard and the post players stepping outside the lane. This is a recurring issue. Throughout the game, these reverse passes are not being denied, allowing the offense to sustain its flow and balance, and most importantly, retain ball possession. Fact four, failing to deny the passing lane to top scorers. One common mistake that I often notice when analyzing basketball games is the failure of the defensive team to deny the passing lane to top scorers. It becomes apparent that the defense is treating every player on the opposing team the same way. This approach poses a significant problem as it fails to recognize and neutralize the threat posed by the top scorers. This lack of passing lane denial not only results in an increased offensive touch for the top scorers, but also leads to increased shot and point production per possession throughout the game. Failing to deny the passing lane to top scorers is a common mistake 
that has significant implications on the outcome of a game. Fact five, failing to deny penetrating passes. In many observed defensive systems, teams are opting out of denying penetrating passes to the post player. Instead, they employ a technique of guarding the post from behind, allowing the post player to easily receive the ball. While this may seem like a strategic move, it creates a host of defensive problems, such as the opportunity for high percentage shots for the offense inside the lane and an opportunity for the post player to find an open teammate on the perimeter for an often uncontested three-point shot. This not only adds scoring opportunities for the offense, but also puts additional pressure on the defense to cover these outside shooters effectively. Fact six, lack of effective defense to the pick and roll. One weakness that I have noticed while observing various teams is their inability to effectively defend the pick and roll. It is surprising that most teams still employ traditional defensive tactics when facing this commonly used play. By relying on traditional defensive methods, teams allow the offense to predict and exploit the defensive approach to enhance their overall offensive performance and point production per possession. Fact seven, lack of efficient switching techniques Another key area where teams often struggle is in employing efficient switching techniques. This includes both pre-switching and switching rules on cuts, handoffs, and different types of screens on and off the ball. This ultimately leads to missed opportunities to disrupt the offensive flow and deny the offense chances to explore mismatch situations and increase their point production per possession. Coaches, these key facts highlight the need for teams to develop a more cohesive and statistically driven defensive plan. By analyzing opponent statistics and identifying key offensive threats, teams can strategically adapt their defensive strategies to neutralize these threats and increase their chances of success. Instead, most teams still rely on predictable and traditional reactive defensive tactics and systems. These strategies often fail to achieve key defensive objectives, such as minimizing the opponent's possession time and reducing their point production per possession. Many teams heavily rely on their offensive systems and the three-point shot to secure victories. But what happens when a team is composed of players with inferior talent? How can they compete and increase their chances of success on the court against any opponent? The answer lies in employing a strategic, analytically based defensive system aimed at reducing the offense's point production and possession time to a level that makes them beatable. Unfortunately, the current defensive strategies employed by most teams observed fall short of meeting these criteria. This weakness reduces their likelihood of success and going beyond the expected 
outcomes of the game. To rectify the situation, coaches should consider embracing innovative approaches that utilize analytics to formulate effective, statistically smart defensive plans to compete to win and defy the status quo. Well, coaches, that concludes today's episode. If you found today's episode informative, please do not forget to leave your likes on the podcast website. This is highly important as it plays a crucial role in helping us to attract on-site advertisements. Additionally, take note that our podcast is accessible through platforms such as TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and other main apps in the market. If you already use any of these platforms, simply search for Coach Carvalho Podcast to gain access to all published episodes to date. Coaches, I look forward to having you as our guest during our next episode. Until then, keep refining your approach to the game. Be creative and utilize all available resources to increase your team's chances of success on and off the court. The time and the opportunity is now. This is Coach Carvalho signing off.